jasmine, oolong, green, and white. Long ago, these four teas were skillfully brewed at the Blissful Brew. Then, everything changed when the shop's popularity threatened its existence. All Mr. Okoron, the shop's owner and tea master, could do was to recruit four teenage orphans to learn his trade and staff his shop. A year has passed since the orphans were hired, and although their skills have progressed, they still have a lot to learn before they can brew anything. But I believe that they have the potential to make the Blissful Brew the greatest tea shop in the world. Last time on Benders and Brews, an Avatar Legends podcast. Uh, you're currently on the pirate ship, and suddenly you spot a massive creature swimming towards the ship in the distance. It is a massive gator shark. You look around, all of you look around, you see a variety of different things that you could possibly use as weapons. Nets, harpoons. Do you have bows and arrows? The grappling harpoon. There are cannons. Can I load the harpoons into the cannons? And he runs Wait to a the captain's corner. Opens the wardrobe and picks out a funny hat. I will fire the cannon. Swimming intensely towards the boat. And he slams into the side of the ship, causing a massive hole to open up inside the hole. So my goal is to end up on top of him. Grab a couple more harpoons. So I grab the harpoons. Okay. And leap off the boat. Because I will take the two harpoons and just excalibur them nice. into his neck. It thrashes in the water a couple of times, it finally just gives up. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Benders and Brews. We're on episode nine, coming towards the close of season two. How exciting is that, guys? Um, we're sitting in the studio. What? It's kind of disappointing. <gasps> why do you Why do you say it's disappointing? Well, we're coming to the end. It's oh yeah. Great, you know. Yeah, that's true. It's always kind it's of like the oh, beautiful. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with me today is the full cast and crew of the show that you all know and love, uh, and we're all going to give some interesting character facts, um, starting with Connor, aka Brock Lee. Yeah. Uh... Well, something we recently discovered this last week is that uh, Brock is extremely gullible. <laughs> and uh, if he's told one thing, he takes it at face value. He takes anything absolutely literally. Um, yeah, he uh, he missed a couple of shifts at the Blissful Brew when uh, when Bill had, uh, had told him that, oh, you have today off. And so Bill, Brock just took him at his word and did not show up. And then, and he just missed it, and Mr. Okron got super upset. He's like, where, where is Brock? Yeah. Why has he just abandoned his shift? Yeah, yeah, I, I've got a feeling that that's what Mr. Okron probably said. I couldn't, uh... He was furious. Yeah. He was, uh, probably not too pleased with, uh, with the old Brockster. He was on toilet duty for quite a while after that. Ah. <laughs> and Bill obviously saw how much he hated toilet duty, and now he's used his guily ways to find... All sorts of methods to force Brock into doing the toilet duty as much as possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Dave, a.k.a. Guo, who doesn't ever get toilet duty because it somehow gets passed between Bill and Brock so often. Yeah, it's a real shame. Guo's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, man, like, I've I've always wanted to try cleaning the toilet. <laughs> That's a fact. That's, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Didn't uh, I get stuck on bathroom duty for a month? 
Yeah. Well, come say, come stop. If I remember correctly, uh, you were always on bathroom duty because you were the only female staff member at the shop, and therefore had to do the. But I thought we made a bet. Somebody. There was a bet going on. That's true. Yeah, you and Bill did have a bet going, and it was for yelling. Yeah, Bill had to wear a wig. Yeah. (laughs) To clean the women's (laughs) restrooms. Yes. Uh, what's what's Bo's interesting fact for this week? Guo. So he has he has that system of food reviews he leaves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The hieroglyphs or whatever you want to call them for. <laughs> uh, he's got that food journal that he writes his own reviews in. But he writes other stuff in that journal. Uh, like he'll he'll try to draw the restaurant sometimes. Oh. But he's not the best at that, so. Sometimes he tries to paint word pictures, oh. maybe in the form of a haiku. Oh, he's very artistic. That's that's which it. makes a lot of sense coming out of the circus or carnival. Right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll keep that in mind in case uh, you have some some limericks <laughs> or some haikus coming our way. Then, Cameron, aka Bill, what's uh, what's Bill's interesting fact? Bill, uh, when he since he is the waiter mm-hmm. of the Blissful Brew, he will get the occasional talky talking to people who ask him questions about his personal life, mm-hmm. which Bill doesn't really mind. Um, so every single new person, he just tells a brand new story to. Real stories are fake. Fake, total fake stories. Mm. Uh, He's a liar. And it all actually didn't start with them it actually mostly started with brock uh because he found out through a few trial and errors that brock is very uh, literal uh mm-hmm. and will take anything bill says for face value so bill has told him multiple different stories and each time brock just keeps falling for it and so he's like wait i wonder if i can do this to more people so now he does it to patrons he finds out when people are uh, waiting for food and drink they'll just listen to anything and they'll believe anything you say so it's true i mean if they don't know you exactly so he's from every nation he's all vendors in one Mm. he's the last avatar but also wasn't an avatar he met the avatar but had you know convincing people you're the last avatar is or well the avatar (laughs) is dangerous game to play yeah it's true i'm also the avatar of t's Ah, one guy really believed me on that one. Sure, I said I got a mean tea for tea concoction, I which is ironic because you don't even like exactly. Tea. That's why Bill really. Mr. Ogeron is one hundred percent the tea. I thought that one was funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, Bill's fun fact. Interesting. He's a liar. He's a compulsive liar. <laughs> he's a compulsive liar. Some would say it's a fibber, but I don't think it's that different. <laughs> it's almost. Uh, awesome. Okay. I'm going to be like, I met the avatar today. <laughs> he just works in a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, Michaela, a.k.a. Mika, what's, uh, what's the interesting fact this time around? Mika's very blunt, but I feel like everybody already knows that. Well, you're not very blunt, but she's not very nice. How yeah, is she, how she, she not nice? Well, she, she doesn't... Oh, Mika likes to... You know, and she's like, you know, going on walks, you know, meandering in the woods, you know, with her dad or whatever. Um, She likes to <laughs> put, you know, have water in her mouth and she'll just like make fun shapes. Oh, interesting. Okay. So like, yeah. like, like I was going to say like Bilbo smoke and like Gandalf smoking fountain. pipes, but instead it's with like water. Oh, I mean, yeah, that works. That okay. Works. <laughs> so it's like it. it comes out of your water skin and you, 
you know, do some Cirque de Soleil stuff with it or <laughs> yeah. something, and then you drink it. Turn it into a big, like, circle, and then jump through it. So when she spits for fun, it's fine. Brock <laughs> spits for fun. Whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> Call the cops on this guy. Well, yeah, get the you know, it's more cute when Mika does it. She does fun shapes, at least. I mean, Brock can make a pretty cool-looking spit wand. Yeah. It's impressive in its yeah. like mass. It's probably yeah. with rocks, you know. Well, sure. yeah. I mean, he can't, he spits it into the dust to make like little little pellets, little pellets. So he oh. can take pot shots. Because he sleeps on a rock bed, does he eat rocks too? Oh, he eats for intimidation. <laughs> Cabbage almost for, exclusively. That's fun fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, my name is Skyler. I'm the dungeon master or game master rather. This isn't Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, but you guys have gone, or at least some of you have gone in a dungeon to whatever extent you want to define that. So um, definitely a possibility. My fun oh. fact is that I convinced a lady in Minneapolis that I am a was a professional photographer, ironically, before I was a professional photographer. So if she's listening right now out there in, uh, in uh, the great city of Minneapolis, I, I made it. There, there you go. go. It's confident right there. All right, let's kick things off. to another episode of Bender's Brews. Uh, we're jumping into the story. Last time, you guys were on the pirate ship, which was being attacked by a great gator shark creature. And you guys assisted. And yes, that's yes, that's a fantastic drawing of a gator shark. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Michaela. And uh, you guys were able to fend it off. Uh, narrowly so. It rammed into the ship a couple of times. Probably broke a couple of things down there, but all things considered, you're still afloat. Everybody seems happy. You've had over the last, you know, couple of hours, they've sort of processed this gator shark while they continue to sail for Yu Dao, which is your current goal at the moment. Uh, looking for somebody named Mayu Yin Yu. Mayu Yin Yu. Thank you. Uh, very good. Very good. Yes, Mayu Yinyu, who in your last sort of clue from Mr. Okaron and your little search for his will, uh, he had mentioned having an old friend in the city of Yudao named Mayu Yinyu, and he would be able to get you to whatever the next thing is that you're looking for. Um, currently, you guys are on this pirate ship, and in the distance, uh, I would assume that you guys probably rest for the rest of the night if you guys have any conditions or any exhaustion. Wait, did we just finish beating this gator shark? Yes. And that was just as you guys were kind of getting dinner finished up. So it's kind of getting late anyways. Um, so I'm just, I mean, unless there's anything that you want to do, I would assume that you guys are headed to sleep. How am I going to sleep with no rocks? I wanted to pretend <laughs> to be the captain. <laughs> I mean... Is, is Brock going to make us all rock beds? Well, how am I going to sleep if there's no rocks? Well, there... Doesn't really... the captain have a sack of rocks? Not anymore. <laughs> there really isn't a, a, any rocks because you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean and rocks and, and water don't usually go together super well. well Brock's not going to be able to sleep. Brock, it is a strange sensation having the ground beneath you moving constantly as you attempt to, to fall asleep, for sure. It's it's difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, Guo, what were you saying about wanting to be the captain, <laughs> pretend to be the captain? Oh, well, Guo is just walking around the ship or 
clomping around the ship because <laughs> he's took the captain's sack and bended the bag of rocks. Yes, I into two rock peg legs. <laughs> so you got so it's not even just one leg is is gone. You have both legs. Oh. I mean, they're there. They're just covered in rocks. Uh, do me a push your luck as you make your way around the ship trying to make what some might see as a joke and others might be greatly offended well, by. Well, he also has the bigger, fancier hat on. Yeah, that's right. Oh. That you, you took from the chest. <laughs> it's going to be a five. A five. Ooh, it is not taken well by the crew. Maybe it's because of the fact that the uh, the gator shark that that had bit off the captain's leg uh, is it's been slaughtered, but like everything's pretty fresh in people's minds, and you are getting a lot of frowns right now from people who are looking at you as though uh, this was not the time <laughs> or point. Tough crowd, tough crowd. That's right. You um, think they take it easy on a disabled guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like he's disabled. like disabled um whatever the case uh you know you guys like i said you guys get some rest uh the next uh, is there any other shenanigans that are going on tonight no no okay hey everyone skylar your friendly neighborhood game master here Unfortunately, due to some technical issues, a chunk of the episode got lost somewhere out in cyberspace. But thankfully, it was only a small chunk that I'll just quickly summarize uh, so that we can get back to the show. So after waking up the next morning, the ship approaches the city of Yudao and begins pulling into the docks, where they plan to leave the ship and our gang, along with a group of pirates led by the captain, who will follow them ashore and continue to seek out the alleged treasure. Of course, our heroes don't want these tagalongs, and so they decide to leap off the rear of the ship into the waters below and swim themselves the short distance to the wooden ship docks awaiting for them. And that is where we're going to pick back up. All right, so all of you manage to reach the docks. You pull yourself up out of the water. Uh, there's an old fisherman-looking dude, but not so much old, I don't know, maybe middle-aged. Uh, just kind of sitting there fishing, and he's looking at all of you as you pull yourself up from the dock, and he just goes, Oh, I ain't never seen fish like you before. Oh, where did y'all swim in from? And Grohan quickly ducks down, pulling Dilbert out of his satchel, <laughs> placing him on his head as a turtle squid hat. Oh my, load, we oh, oh my! Oh my! The man like throws his uh, his fishing rod into the air, terrified. Um, clutches his bucket of fish and jumps into the water. Where are you going? <laughs> he just is aggressively one-handed, swimming away with his bucket of fish. As his fish are swimming away because they're still alive. Yeah, he probably lost a couple of them. <laughs> Grohan just takes Dilbert off his head. <laughs> Good one, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, where are you guys headed now that you've uh, you've managed to get away from the pirates for now? Into town. Into town. All right, guys. Yeah, we we're gonna find, find like the the square or something where he can, well, can you know, stand in the middle and do his circus tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, she's gonna come find us. She Takes is? the work she, out of it. She has no idea we're here. I'm sure she hears a story about a circus man. She'll be curious about it wouldn't it be faster to go to her 
We don't even know who she is or where she's we at. We know her name. Yeah, we can just ask around. I feel like staying in one spot, draw attention. Well, you can right. stand in this spot. So it's like using the old way. adage, like, if you get lost in the woods, you stay in one spot. But that means someone's looking for you. She's not looking for us. Well, actually, there are people looking for us. Yeah, Pirates actually, yeah, we should us. not stay in one spot. Yeah, that's an even better idea. We gotta move. Yeah. Let's just go into town, start asking names as we go, and then when we find where she is, we can hide there because they don't know who we're looking for, right? Uh, don't they? I think they just know that we're looking our treasure is somewhere here. They think the treasure's here. Yeah, they. nobody had told them the name of my... Yeah, we never told them that we're going for another clue. Well, Brock kind of alluded to the idea with Bango. Bango? Bungo? Yeah, my best friend. Um, (laughs) That, you know, there was a series of clues, but... You never saw what the next one was. Right, exactly. Or what you guys were looking for for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why they wanted to keep you guys, because they wanted you to help them find it. So So let's just run in. Start asking around. All right. So you guys quickly find the square, per se, the the big bustling area. Uh, The docks themselves are pretty bustling, but... Um, you manage to sneak through. The crowds are very useful in, in kind of sneaking past the possibility of the pirates kind of watching you disappear into the city. Um, and now that you've disappeared into the city, you find yourselves in the squares, bustling people, going to and from work, um, small you know shops along the way. One thing that you start to notice is that uh, there's definitely become a very heavy Fire Nation population in the area. Uh, you see Fire Nation guards. You see businessmen and businesswomen wearing Fire Nation garb, you know, the red garb with the little flame insignia on them. Um, you know, it seems like a normal city for the most part. Everybody seems, for the most part, happy. Um, they seem like they're going about their normal business. Uh, but you just notice that a lot of what's going on around here has to do with the Fire Nation, which is a little odd given that you're in Earth Kingdom's city. Just something to point out. Um are, is there anybody that you would like to try to ask about my Lulu? Maybe a shopkeeper, maybe just a random passerby, uh, maybe somebody like a, a worker, you know, putting some uh, wood board, nailing it to a house or fixing up a window. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone in particular that you're looking to ask? One of the Fire Nation uh, guards. An older shopkeeper? An older shopkeeper. Yeah, is there any, like other tea shops or herbal ingredient shops yeah yeah like an older person you do see another uh tea shop notice the the decorations on it look a little bit gaudy as you come at it from the side and then you kind of come around to the front of it and the sign above the door reads hot leaf juice company (gasps) yeah i'll walk up i'll walk up around Later, we'll get to that. All right. You approach it, and inside you see a fairly young staff. Uh, They're all wearing, I believe it was a pink, is their kind of primary color that they use. Um, They're all wearing pink aprons, and they're all very slick back. Uh, They all kind of look oddly the same. Like, they, they look like they're individual people. They're different and such. But, like, their hair is all kind of slicked back in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, they look very, like, neutrally gendered in a sense. So, like, it, you'd almost have to double take to tell if somebody was, like, biologically female or male, per se. Um, that kind of thing. Like, it just kind of throws you off a little bit that they almost look like clones of each other to some extent. Um, with the exception of, like, some facial differences or some, you know, one of them has, like, freckles and 
you know, one of them has a big nose or something like that, you know, stuff like that. But whatever the case, you approach the front counter or maybe one of the servers, anything, in, anyone in particular? Is there an older person that works there? Everyone here seems fairly young. Well, that was maybe about a little a, bit older than you guys, but not much. Like, what about an old person who's, oh, drinking, who's tea? drinking tea? Sure, sure. There's plenty of those there. Um, you see a variety, uh, a, a handful of Earth Nation uh, dressed individuals wearing the kind of traditional green or maybe brown garb, depending on like you know how wealthy they might be. Um, and then you definitely see some older Fire Nation individuals. You don't see a whole lot of guards in this place, but the people that you do see that are Fire Nation related, uh, they look to be like maybe like nobles of some kind or whatever the case. Any of them playing pie show? Uh, sure. Yeah. All right, Bill, go go insert yourself into their pie show conversation. You do this all the time with old timers. Yeah, you go I was in. Looking for a person. I don't need yeah, to play a full game. You don't gotta play a game, but that's how you get in. That's how you get in the conversation. Fine. Is this, I'll go over to some earthbenders. Or, wait, before I do, I'm going to go, hey, what was the lady's name again? Mayu Yinyu? Yeah, what he said. Mayu Yinyu? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to walk over to some earthbenders, or earth, uh, older earth people yes. in the earth nation. And uh, I'm going to examine the board as I walk up to it. Okay. He's on WikiHow right now. I'm trying to find out the other names, like the names for other pieces. Okay. Because obviously there's more than just the White Lotus (laughs) tile. Oh, I was just going to walk up and be like, hey. Just in case that came up. Hey. Uh, They look really focused on their game. but You should make this move. Oh, okay. Actually, I wouldn't really. I don't think they would like that, so I don't know why I would do that, uh, knowing older people. Okay. But actually, I'm, I'll go walk up instead of doing that, because I wouldn't like that. I'm going to walk up and just be like, hey, close game you got there. I was going to say, do you want to um, assess the situation? Sure, I'll assess to see who's winning. Yeah, I, I was going to say, just to like see how much you can gauge. No in. idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you walk up and, and you say, close game, and both of them pause, holding the first piece that they have to put onto the <laughs> table. And they look at you and they're like, um, I guess it could be one. <laughs> how do you, how did it you is know? What you, it is what you make it. Oh. I mean, since two seasoned high show players like yourselves it's going to be a close game i just know <laughs> one of one of them kind of looks at the other one and he says ah he's making predictions because he can see that we are seasoned players and the other one says oh yes that is very impressive that's a whole other f- skill set than just playing the game and being good at it it's knowing your opponent that's that's half the battle i mean back where i'm from i play pie show with a bunch of uh, people and uh most of that, most of the ones I have trouble beating are uh, players like yourselves. Ah, and uh, the one that didn't speak for his last time, he leans forward and he says, "I think he's calling us old." And he says, oh, "We are quite more weathered, like, aren't we, more Gray?" Like wise. Ah, Gray, er, wise. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> my name's Gray, oh. and this is my associate, Foe. And both of them kind of motion for you to sit with them. And they're like, so you're knowledgeable about the game. Would you like to sit and watch us play? Uh, first of all, my name's Bill. Oh, nice to, nice to meet you. you. But yes. I, can't, I can't stay long. Oh. We're here looking for someone. 
And I was hoping that you two gentlemen could be able to like point us in the right direction for this person. So okay, they're both still kind of holding their pieces over the you board. Guys as can they play. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. It's just like they're they're really attentive to what oh, you're saying. Okay. I'm just I'm just kind of painting the picture. Oh, okay, they're just waiting. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, who are you looking for? M- me, Yin Yao. Was that it? Uh, just from across the room. <laughs> Mayu Yin Yu. <laughs> you shout that. You're right behind right me. You like elbow mango. Yeah, just like Mayu Yin. Oh, excuse me. My you in you. And as you say that name, they like drop the piece. Like they kind of, the pieces just kind of slide out of their hands. And they, they both have kind of these gaping open mouths. And they quickly look around. Um, it's a good thing that you didn't actually shout that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they look around very frantically and they grab your arm and they pull you into the seat. And they kind of lean in and they say, I don't know where you're from. But it is not wise to shout the name Mayu Yinyu when the Fire Nation is around. Oh, okay. Why? What? You're asking about him, but you don't even know him? Well, I was sent to talk to him. Like, I was By sent. Uh, his name was Okaron? What's Okaron? And one of them is like, oh, Okaron. I think I remember Okaron. Uh, he was the. Traveling tea merchant, Gray. Oh, you're right, foe. He was. Oh, he was a very nice man. He played pie show with us. Yes, he was very good. He was very good indeed. Uh, I think he beat you, but uh, I managed to beat him. And what? Oh, oh, hold on a second there. I'm pretty sure I managed <laughs> well, to beat okay, him. Okay, guys, guys, oh, guys. Uh, What? I also beat me, but that's besides the point. What I need is it's uh, the grave is of grave importance that we find this my my you well, i'm just shortening so they oh. fire nation you know and they they start to kind of like whisper to you and they're like look i bill I, if you're an associate of mr Overon, then there's no reason not to help you uh he's a good man and i believe he's close friends with my you he believe he mentioned something about him performing at some event he was doing or something like that uh but uh, it's it's very important that you not speak that name loudly or much at all in public. He is a entertainer of sorts, uh, very well known in these parts, musician, uh, actor, I think, a little bit. I don't know what these kids are up to these days. Whatever the case. Uh, but he's also a leading member of the locals' uh, rescue team squadron here in Udao. And, uh, rescue from what? Look around you. Can't you tell? I see Fire Nation. Or what yes. are they doing? Looks like they're just patrolling the area. Oh, they are They are integrating into our city. Taking it over through sort of a cultural takeover. Oh. It's it's almost like a peaceful... Oh, what would you say, foe? Oh, it's kind of a... Hmm. I'm not sure what it's called. But it's... It's a strange new method of sort of integrating with the society that you're trying to push into submission. Gentrification. Yes, gentrification. He he's Brock of all the Gentrification. Brock. What? I, yes. I, I I ate a dictionary and I, I came across that word. <laughs> I was in my crossword this morning. Yes. <laughs> yes, the boy is correct. Just like wishbone over here. Yeah. <laughs> Gentrification, yes. Uh, 
they've, they've come in uh, as ambassadors. Uh, they've started to integrate into the politics. They started enacting certain rules and laws that befit their, their purposes and their ideas. And uh, they're starting to kind of push us, the Earth Nation citizens, out. So what is the rescue squad doing? Oh, they're trying to stop them, thwarting their plans, you know, oh. keeping them from bringing in some necessary supplies, giving the necessary supplies to those of us, well, not us. <laughs> and both Gray and Folk kind of chuckle a little bit. We're, we're old men, you know, there's not much we can do, per se, but uh, the stealing the supplies, giving it to their teams, you know, distributing it to the other rescue team squadrons, uh, you know, things along those lines. Wow. Generally harassing the Fire Nation and keeping them from moving forward with a lot of their larger scale plans. Well, I'm all for stopping the Fire Nation. Mm. So could you give us any hints where we can find mm. my you? If you are searching for my you yin you, my you yin you will find you. <laughs> but we need to find him like sooner mm. than later. Mm. Try Try the performance hall. The the theater, the local theater, yes. Is that near here? Yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. It's uh, you won't miss it. It's it's quite ornate. Okay. <laughs> we put a lot of work into that theater. Okay. Well, if that's the place to start, we'll go there then. Oh yes, yes. Well, thank you, gentlemen. And Bill's gonna stand up from his seat and uh, reach to give them both a handshake. They they shake your hand, and then uh, just before you know you let go of Foe's hand, he, he pulls you close. He's like, Bill, be careful. Uh, Bill the Fire said, Nation is always listening. They're always watching. They're always <laughs> watching. Bill, <laughs> uh, uh, Let me think. I'm trying to think why I would respond. Uh, uh, Bill's just going to say, lean in, and he's going to say, uh, don't worry. I've gotten used to that. And he gives him a wink and then walks away. Uh, as you walk away, Foe looks over at Gray and he says, well, I think that boy was flirting with me. <laughs> <laughs> and and then they, they chuckle yes. and they go back to their, their pie show game. <laughs> or starting their pie show game. But yeah. you, hear, you hear Gray say, oh, wait, oh, new rule. You have to go where the tiles landed. <laughs> Because he dropped it. <laughs> Are you like me, a fan of piracy or privateering um, out in your D&D campaign? Well, check this out. We have been working on a brand new airship combat system that means you and your privateer crew can now take to the skies and pillage at new heights. Within this system, you will get three-dimensional dynamic movement and combat rules. You'll get a brand new updated aircrew system, as well as brand new spells, items, creatures, and example airships for you to use in your campaign, as well as crews to put on them. But I think the coolest part about all of this is we have a custom shipbuilder application that will allow you to customize and build your very own airship. It means you and your team can have exactly what you want as you take on the skies. If you're interested in any of that, check out our Sky Zephyrs Kickstarter here at Homie and the Dude. 
Snyder's Return is a tabletop roleplay interview and actual play podcast. We chat with content creators from both mainstream and indie publishers, and we release actual play episodes of systems like our City of Mist game, Meddlers, Monsters and Madmen, and more games coming in the future. We also have a TTRPG review show on YouTube, Fly Like a D6. Come and check us out. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder, Instagram, Snyder's underscore return. You can find us on YouTube at Snyder's Return, Discord, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, Skylar here, your friendly neighborhood game master. I just wanted to take a moment to let you know that we at Benders and Brews have been working our creative juices extra hard and pushing our artistic skills to the max in order to bring you some sick Benders and Brews merch. That's right. You can head on over to the Tee Public shop we created where you can snag shirts, stickers, mugs, and so much more with your favorite B&B characters on them. Grab a Chibi Mika baseball t-shirt, or maybe you want a broccoli mug designed with the Employee Blissful Brew Tea Shop logo. There's all of those and more, and even more down the road when we come up with ideas. So head on over to Tee Public and search for Benders and Brews, or you can follow us on social media where we'll post the links that'll be easily available to all of you. And of course, if you get some of our merch, be sure to tag us in a photo of you with the respective B&B swag, because all of us at the studio would love to see it. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. All right, so you guys uh, have this new information. I'm I guessing assume they heard that conversation. Uh, or you can kind of huddle up and relay it to them. I'm not going to make you do it. I'm just saying. Okay, I huddle assume up and relay it. Yeah, yeah. Um, perfect. So you guys head out, uh, and you kind of just start making your way down the, the dirt pathway. Um, in the distance, you can see a very ornate, beautiful building. Um, it's got sort of those curly—I'm not an architect with— Ironically, I work at an architecture firm, but um, it's got kind of those cool, curly, you know, very Asian style rooftop corners, um, large, very tall, pointed uh, tiled rooftop uh, in kind of a bright red color. The building itself seems to be some sort of like uh, green stone or some sort of, uh, you're not entirely sure, maybe it was painted. Uh, Whatever the case, uh, there are large... Uh, fabric outdoor curtains that kind of hang from the various windows and such. It's a very classy building. Um, there's a, a wall that kind of goes around it. It's not super high, maybe like uh, eight feet or so. Um, inside, you can see there's some greenery that's very well kept. Uh, it definitely feels like a very classy place. Nobody's guarding it per se. You know, it's kind of an open location. Nobody's trying to stop you from getting in or out, but that's what you see. Is there a... Uh... Like a back door, like employee entrance? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, you go around the building. There's kind of like a narrow path there's, that goes around. We're stopping wet still, probably. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, the Fire oh, Nation is going to find us way shop. easy. I didn't even think about that. Two old guys just look at me drenched. Drenched. <laughs> Four sopping wet teenagers walking through It more believable because yeah. it's like, man, nobody from the Fire Nation would come walking in here drenched in water. Yeah. Well, uh, runs up behind you guys, huffing and puffing. Sorry, guys, had to catch up. Had to, had to leave a pebble rating on hot leaf juice's <laughs> door. <laughs> Was it a good one or a bad one? That's the lowest rating. Yeah. You shouldn't have left one. No, no, he, he 
Yeah. That's how they know That's he how was there. He, he expresses it. himself. Should That's have right. burned it to the ground. Oh, we we yeah, can't yeah. on our way back. So. Well, you know, I think that's the Fire Nation's job. I feel like Nika's just got a weird thing going on of wanting to burn. I'm running. I'm rubbing <laughs> off on her, man. I guess so. It's crazy. Okay, but this one's very warranted. <laughs> well, I just find it really funny how you're a waterbender and you're like, I really want to burn things <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> I want to go outside my element right now. Well. Fire, you know, leaves more of a mark than water. It can. It could still burning. flood it. Flood it. Okay, let's go back. I'll, no, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll pull up. all the water from all the y'all and just tea. drown it. bigger thing story, though. Yeah, you uh, can't drown it. This is Mr. Okron we're talking about. What do you mean there's bigger things? Yeah, the thing Mr. Okron sent us to do. We're avenging him. He would want us to do it. He would not want us to do it. I don't think Mr. Mr. Ogron would be like the last person to be like, revenge me. I think if Mr. Ogron was here, he'd probably say, I want you guys to take him down by having a better tee shot. Yeah, that's... Whatever the case, uh, you guys approach, there's a back entrance, and it's sort of like a stage left exit kind of a thing. You know, you can... It's got sort of like a... Some kind of a sign on it that says, actors only. Well, we just got to walk through there, right? I mean, this is where I was told to go, so yeah. I feel like we have to. And right. If they have any, if they try to stop us, well, we'll just save the name. We claim sanctuary. Wait, no, they Sanctu- say we that. will That's... not say the name. They told us not to say the Around name. Around Fire Nation. Yeah. So if they're Fire Nation, we won't say the name. And if, if they, they are, are Earth Nation, we will. And if this person, if this guy's like in the performance scene it's like they'll know where to find them it's not really good cover like that or fire nation doesn't like them but like they're a public figure it's like <laughs> so you guys step through this side door that said actors only and you guys find yourself on the sort of back stage uh you can hear a woman is on stage at this very moment and she seems to be singing in a very high sort of opera-esque voice um, it's not a performance. It's not like a big show at the moment. It's practice, probably somebody rehearsal. rehearsing. Exactly. Yep. Rehearsal practice kind of thing. Um, but you definitely hear somebody on stage, uh, which kind of probably shies you away from, I would hope maybe, I don't know. I guess I'm not making decisions here for you guys, uh, from just waltzing out on a stage, but currently you're behind the curtain. You're behind the curtain. I don't Safely know. Away. The door let us go rightly to the backstage. Yep. seems wow. like, you know, that's I think just calling right there. If it was my my thinking, uh, the door typically is for people to exit the backstage area in case they need to, like, go up to the front to, like, as people are coming out the door, you know, you shake hands with all the actors, tell them you did a good job, whatever the case. Uh, it's not usually used the opposite way where you enter backstage. Okay. But... Here you are. Is there anybody else backstage, or is she the only person here? Um, yes, actually, there is somebody else backstage. There's somebody uh, holding a clipboard, and right now they don't notice you because they're very intently going through the names. Um, and you can it's kind of dark back here, but you can see just past them, it seems like there's a line of other people um, that has begun sort of behind them. Other women, uh, some young, some old, all dressed in sort of uh, dressy kimonos. So this is like an audition of sorts. Yeah, it seems it might be. So Mika, you can go in that line. Blend in. I'm literally soaking wet. These <laughs> ladies are in beautiful komodos. That's your shtick. Yeah, that's your shtick. You're the soaking wet singer. Singer. <laughs> 
So every before every act, you have someone dump a bucket of water on you, and it's no, like a just, it's like performance art. I'll just use my water bending skills and try to yeah, just I'm, I'm glad dry you myself a little bit. Yeah, just pull the water off yourself <laughs> and get in line. Let us let us stumble our way through this mess, okay? Uh. And the three of us will sit in the audience and we'll cheer so for you. Should we be finding the person we're looking for and not and just enjoying the show? It's fine, whatever it is. Uh, so I don't have to audition. Oh, phrase, you still do. You phrase, yeah, you're still auditioning. A phrase echoes in your mind uh, from the, the old men at the tea shop. If Mayu Yinyu knows you're looking for him, he will find you. See, told you. Yeah, so you we still have, have time to audition. Wait, Mayu Yinyu's a man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what they've been saying he I mean, this whole I, time. I wasn't sure how to insert that fact in until you know, the moment <laughs> you guys talked to the yeah. old dudes. Yeah, Yeah, you guys all said she, and I was like, wait, he's saying he. Well, anyways, we could just walk up to that person with a clipboard and be like, hey, we're looking for Mayu Yinyu. <laughs> that went super well last time. What about, there's got to be some stage hands. There, there should be other people who aren't super intently. Oh, yeah. Is there a stage hand? There has to be, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably further back into where the line is kind of going out. Just wander around. I mean, there's obviously the person with the clipboard that is probably a stage hand to some extent. Where's the green room? Ah, the green room. That's the question. All right, guys. I know what we got to do. We got to find this green room. Find these finger sandwiches and see how many we can fit in our pockets. <laughs> Wait, where are you getting the idea that there's finger sandwiches? Uh, it's a green room. Oh, they gotta have a writer. Sort of Come on, fair point. All right, maybe they only have. You even know the thing too about green rooms more than the rest of them. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Tea. Yep. They gotta have something. Yeah. All right, sounds good. So, what are you guys doing at the moment? Are you guys going towards this? line to try to like just find just your way back there walk behind the line so okay there's like a random like backstage person are you sneaking past the person with the clipboard or are you just kind of just going for it walk like you own the place yeah we walk like we're heading for the line all right so as you guys are walking towards it uh this man turns around uh he's kind of an older guy he's got kind of a long goatee that hasn't quite started to gray yet but the wrinkles around his eyes and his his cheekbones kind of protruding definitely suggests age and sort of frailty. Um, he's wearing a tall hat with a little string out of it, kind of like a, what are they called? A yeah, fed. A fed, yeah, fez, right? Fed. He's, he's a fed. He's a he's fed. A fed. <laughs> uh, no, a fez, but it's like a little bit taller than a normal fez would be. It's kind of obscure. Uh, whatever the case, he turns around and he sees you guys and he he lowers his clipboard and he's like, what, what are you doing out of line? Just keep going the line. I'm going to just keep walking. What? Who are you? Don't even give him the time of day. <laughs> just walk just right. Keep walking right past. Could the line. I? Could I? Have That's jog- right. That's right. Back to the back of the line. You guys can wait till last. That's, that's a nice hat you have there. Oh, did you stop? <laughs> yeah, it is a nice hat. What about it? I had a nice hat once, but I lost it jumping into the water. <laughs> oh. What? Are- what are you talking? Get to the back of the line! No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you guys walk to the back of the line, you get some some looks of disdain from the various women that are lined up, um, looking at you as if you know you're less than per se, or you know they're a better performer, whatever the case. Um, you see that as you know you go all the way to the back, I'm you get these looks. What? I'm a cream. 
So you are auditioning? So you are in line? You guys told me to. Okay. Oh, so you actually get in line? Yes. Are you dry at this point? Yes. Okay, she dried herself, but not us. <laughs> Fair enough. The rest of you squatch. We can the wet boys. Come on. Nika, <laughs> um, you get into the back of this line. Uh, the rest of you start heading towards uh, finding the green room. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And while, a backstage boy or a girl. While we're walking, the rocks that Brock has, mm-hmm. could I bend them into Life. the shape of a clipboard? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because so, you can get anywhere with a clipboard. So ah, that'll give right. us some validity when we're walking around here. They aren't going to question us now. Sure. Okay. So you all ditched me? Yes. Have right. fun auditioning. I'm going to take care of you guys first, and then we'll jump over to Mika real quick with the performance. Mm-hmm. We don't have to. <laughs> oh, it's going to be interesting. All right, so you guys find the green room, and sure enough, there are a number of snacks and drinks in here, although most of it seems to have been uh, ever so delicately picked over for the most part, but there are definitely uh, a little bit of this and that left. It wasn't massive, and you wonder if maybe it was there leading up to the start of the audition. So all the ladies that you passed by had probably already gone through a lot of these snacks um, that that were available. So, um, but there's a little bit left. And there is one person sitting in there. Um, it's just a young woman. Uh, she's not dressed in a kimono. She's dressed in just kind of casual clothes. She has her hair up in a ponytail. Uh, she has big rimmed glasses on. And she also is holding a clipboard. And she kind of looks up as she sees the three of you walk in. And she goes, oh, are, are you here for the, the job? Are, are all three of you applying? We do have multiple positions open. Yeah. I, oh, fantastic. Good. <laughs> I was starting to worry that nobody was going to show up today. It was it was just going to be people for the for the performance. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I was going to run this as a group interview if that works for you. Cool. All right. Uh, well, have a seat. Please have a seat. Since I have my official clipboard, I could just be like, oh, I was just escorting these guys here, and then can I keep looking around? Uh, you could do that, absolutely. Do you want to roll me a, a trick, since she probably doesn't recognize you? Sure. Is that What is that with? That is with is creativity. creativity. 12. 12. Holy cow. Um, so you get to pick two on a trick. They stumble. You take plus one forward and acting against them. Uh, they act foolishly and the GM tells you about an additional opportunity that you you gain or they overcommit and they are se- deceived from t- some for some time there we go what was that second to last one uh, they act foolishly the GM tells you what additional opportunity they give you I think that one because that'd be the only way they'd be able to like oh okay cool guy with a clipboard right rock right. shapes like a clipboard yeah and then are you picking the last one too where they overcommit and they're deceived <laughs> Uh, so this one the one you're picking just means they do something silly because of your lie whereas the last one is they definitely are believing you lie you get to pick two okay so i'll do the they definitely believe the last one then yes yeah so she believes that you are somebody important in fact are you telling her that you're somebody important or are you just saying oh i'm just here to drop them off i'm saying oh i'm just i'm just dropping these guys off they were asking around earlier so uh she says uh she says uh, oh oh do you oh have you have you always worked here? Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of new around here, but uh, yeah, I've been. Uh, they just they put me on here, and these guys came and found me and said they were looking around for you, so I just came and dropped them off. Oh wow! Um, what what, de- what department are you are you in? Are you a? You look like you might be an actor or something. Are you? No, no, I. <laughs> 
I just always loved the theater, so I wanted to be involved in any way I can. So I just uh, I just started working in the uh, in the acquisitions department where we're looking for those uh, all those new actors and such. So oh well, then you and I will probably be working quite closely together. Yeah, it appears that way. Yeah, I'll see you around. I'll see you around too. And, and she just kind of blushes. <laughs> and she just watches as you as you lead off. And then she just kind of looks at her clipboard and she goes, ah. And there's just kind of a very long, awkward silence. <clears throat> oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot you guys were here. Oh my gosh. I oh my. Um, how embarrassing. Um, all right. Well, let's let's get this interview started. Uh, firstly, uh, do you guys have any previous experience working within a, a performance facility of any kind? Any kind of events? Uh, anything like that? Of course I do. Oh, oh, good. Oh, please, do tell. I was with the traveling troupe for my whole life. Oh, like a circus or a carnival or... Yes. Oh, very impressive. If I may ask, uh, was there anything in particular that you worked on during this time? Yeah, I was involved in most of all the performances. Oh, wow. So you definitely had a diverse set of skills that you've probably developed, I assume, of, of kind of all areas, production and performance even, maybe? Yes, you could say I'm a well-rounded individual. Quan <laughs> <laughs> rubs his belly suddenly. <laughs> Well, that is that is quite impressive, and she kind of scribbles onto the clipboard. There we go. I said it like four times. She starts scribbling on the clipboard a little bit, um, noting down, you know, your your amount of experience. And, and you said that you had no experience, correct, sir? I have none. No, ex- okay, no, that's that's no problem. We're always. Are you somebody that you would say is eager to learn? Nah. Oh, okay. Um, she's a little thrown off by this. Uh, it's very forward kind of answer to a very obviously you say yes question. Uh, um, may I ask uh, what made you want to apply for this position? Him. And I look where I go on. She looks at you for a moment and then she looks over at Guo and then she kind of squints her eyes a little bit and she's like, um... Sorry, I didn't catch your names, by the way. Bill. Bill? Okay. Names Yu Yin Yuma. <laughs> Yu Yin Yuma. Gesundheit. Oh, fantastic. Um, Yu Yin Yuma, are, out of curiosity, is it a situation for both of you that uh, you're going to work in the theater together or not at all? Or would one of, if we're only able to hire one of you based on limitation of positions? Well, I'll oh. tell you. Bill here is great at following orders. I've worked with him a time or two before. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's definitely a, a slightly redeeming quality. <laughs> well, I'm a great worker. Oh, good. Okay, Can, could you list off any experience you have with working just in general? What what experience have you had? I'm really good at picking things up and uh, putting them down. <laughs> oh, okay, so you could probably lift a, a reasonable amount. Can you lift around uh, 50, five? F- five... Pounds. Pounds. Oh, any more than that? Don't like to overwork myself. Oh, okay. Um. Well, the job would entail... I'm good at hitting stuff. Hitting stuff. Yeah. Okay. With um, this stick, and I point at my post that <laughs> Well, uh, we, we typically don't encourage any kind of weaponry on the stage for during any part of the process. It's not a weapon. It's okay. a lifestyle. <laughs> All right. Um, um, so... 
I guess last question before you guys head out. Uh, do you have any questions uh, for me as far as the position goes or anything relating to the theater? Nah, I'm joking. Who's in charge? Oh, oh, in charge. Well, it's a little bit up in the air right now. Uh, previously, it was uh, an individual. You may have heard of him. His name was Mayu Yinyu. Uh, he was a big performer here, kind of took on the responsibility of sort of managing the theater. Uh, but he is since... Uh, um, how do I say this? Uh, gone into some activities. The theater doesn't necessarily want to directly support um, other obligations, I guess you could say. But he's no longer involved. Uh, right now, it's sort of a toss-up between a couple of individuals who are sort of vying for the position of leader. Um, so, I mean, that's as much as I can really say. Hmm. So, no leaders as of right now. Well, like I said, the, the two that are vying for the official position are kind of doing the responsibilities of the leader of the theater uh, between themselves. I toss my hat into the ring. I will note that. With a man with a similar name to your former leader, I would also like to toss my hat into the, the uh, ring. But I lost it in the ocean. <laughs> That's funny. Um, You guys realize this is just for backstage crew positions, right? I can, I guess, pass your names along. I did not. But only <laughs> one of you has experience in anything even relating to theater work, and it's not even theater work explicitly. Yeah, I know this guy, right? <laughs> um, well, uh, whatever the case, uh, thank you both for, for coming into the interviews today. Uh, one of you, I, I mean, we will call back... Um, Potentially, either of you uh, send you a message, or, or or we'll find a way to reach you. Just yell, yell really loud. Yell really loud. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's sure thing. All right, thank you both. Um, and as you guys are, are walking out, she, she grabs Guo's arm and she goes, "And uh, how could we get in contact with you specifically? <laughs> Is there an address I can send? Maybe a a, a letter to uh, about the position if if you are accepted." And I think you. Yeah, you can send it to uh, P.O. Box number two uh-huh. in the square. Okay, all right, thank you. Have a nice day. That's not your own P.O. Box. <laughs> um, and you two walk away. As you guys are walking away, uh, Brock, are you just, like, waiting outside? I think I've just kind of been wandering around looking for Mayu, Yinyu, looking for any, like, Administrative-looking type buildings or Any doors. Any portraits of Any them. portraits of them. All right. oh, so we can yeah, see what this guy looks like. Um, well, actually, interestingly enough, uh, rather than seeing portraits of him, you see a surprising lack of portraits in the theater, uh, as if someone has semi-recently just taken some artwork or art pieces off the wall where they used to stand. You can see even, like, there's dust around what looks like a perfect shape of a picture frame in certain spots. Um, and then, of course, the wall behind where this picture frame would have sat is like completely clean. So, yeah, just to uh, imply <laughs> that there, the artwork has been has since been removed, probably of my menu. Okay. And uh, did the interview lady say how long ago it was that my menu was? Uh, she was kind of vague about it, but based on some of the things that you've seen, you wonder if maybe it's been like a few weeks. Okay. Can I go back into that interview room and try and talk to that lady? Okay, sure. You pass by, I mean, Brock and Guo have just come out of there, and you kind of run into them. He's like, 
so uh, what's the what's the deal? We figure anything out about this Mayu guy? He don't work here no more. He don't work here no more. <sighs> Any idea where he might be? Or do I gotta go in and ask some of the hard questions with this lady? She wasn't, she wasn't too specific, was she? Well, no. I guess the guy used to be the guy in charge here. Okay. Um, I might. Yeah, I'm gonna go in and see if I can uh, get any information out of her. Okay. You step inside, and uh, you actually, she's standing right there by the door. She was kind of like walking out just as you walked in, and you both bump into each other. Her glasses fall off onto the ground. <laughs> can I like reach down and grab it with her, like the rom coms? Like both your hands, hands yeah, touch touches. each other as as you both reach for her glasses. Oh, uh, excuse me, my. I, I sincerely apologize. She picks up her glasses. She puts them on. She goes, oh, it's it's you. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> you say from around the corner, she's like, uh, oh, you two are still here. Uh, you're free to go. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I was, uh, I, I forgot to tell you, uh, one of the reasons I had been, uh, you might not have seen me is because I just, you know, got back from a vacation. So, uh, uh, Mr. Yinyu, I was looking around for him, but I couldn't. There's like no sign of him anywhere. Where has he been? Oh, well, when did you start? He's he's been gone for what almost a month now. <laughs> it was a long vacation. It was a uh, you know I I stored up a lot of PTO. You start? How have just, I not seen you around here before? I don't know. I got I got like promoted. You just and then got I, off the boat. He's still left. <laughs> I'm still stopping. Oh, yeah. I ran straight here. Uh, she she does finally know. She's been so awestruck at, at your looks apparently that she's just now noticing that you're completely soaked. And she goes. Oh, what happened? Do you do you need a towel or maybe yeah. a few? So, <laughs> yeah, that no be... way related to the other two <laughs> soaking <laughs> wet dudes you just did. <laughs> <laughs> this is Skylar completely forgetting as the game master that you guys are, are completely like I'm just imagining you guys not soaked in water because you know that's not normal. But yep, you guys are soaked in water. <laughs> Three guys show up. Soaked in water, but completely independent of each other. Boy, it must be really raining. Hey, outside. you know what? She is obviously somebody that, much like like Vilma or something, desperately needs these glasses. Okay, but to be fair, she's been wearing them. Brock was there the first time. She's like, "Oh wow, he's so cute," and then she was really thrown off by she turned Bill and his nah. She no, turned nothing. to interview the two other. Soaking wet guys. Uh, okay, yeah. So, uh, funny story about that. It actually wasn't a vacation. Uh, well, it was supposed to be a vacation, but uh, got shipwrecked out on another island, and I had to find my way back. And then the ship went down on the way back in here. That's why I'm a. Uh, she's she's leading you wet. kind of to like a, a back area where they've got like costumes and stuff like that. And she grabs a couple of like towels and throws them at you. She's like, "Oh my gosh, you were." You were marooned on an island? Yeah, it was... Uh, were you out, like, searching for talent and other... Yeah, they had me out in the talent scouts. Uh, oh, my. But, I've uh, heard it's dangerous out there as a talent scout. Yeah, it's, it's tough work. I wouldn't expect it, but sure enough, it's a it's a scary position, I've heard. Yeah, yep, it is. Um, so, yeah, it's been a while. So what happened to Mr. Yinyu? Last oh. I checked, he was... I mean, he was one who sent me out. Well, oh, well... Oh, um, well, that's, yeah, I, 
Well, he, he, she seems like really flustered, just kind of unsure what to say. And maybe partially it's because she's watching you dry yourself. And I don't know, maybe that's <laughs> sparking something inside of her. Um, as your, as your wet shirt. hair kind of like, yeah, you, you like pull back, back your hair. Yeah. He, uh, he announced that he, during a performance, he, he sang a piece that alluded to the idea that he was involved in, in a sort of rebel organization here in the city. And apparently there were some leading individuals from the Fire Nation here, uh, and they kind of picked up on his subtle message, and, and they were not happy. Uh, he disappeared after that. He went into hiding, I guess. Or maybe they caught him. I'm not sure. It's, it's one or the other. Well, I hope he's just in hiding, but where would they have taken him if they caught him? Oh, the Fire Nation has a, a very large prison structure that they've actually built. Kind of on the outskirts of town, actually. Oh. Uh, okay. I guess, well, thanks for the towel. Uh, I guess I'll see you around. I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, what's your name? Uh, my name's Sanuma. Sanuma, okay. I'm Brock. Nice to meet you. Oh, it's nice to meet you, too. And she holds out her hand to shake yours. Uh, I'll shake her hand, sure. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And, uh, and you you shake her hand, you give her a nod, and you, you head back out. Uh, meanwhile, all this is happening. Uh, Mika, you are it's finally your turn as you come to the end of the line. Um, as you kind of peek out, the two people outside there uh, are actually like, they start to stand up as if they're ready to leave. And then uh, the man with the tall fez, he steps out and he says, Oh, we, we've got one more! And he, he goes, go, go, it's your turn, go, get out there. I kind of stumble out on the stage and then, you know, strut to the In middle. The sure. You see, a, you see a very rotund uh, man and woman both sitting out there. Of course, they have clipboards. Uh, they are also wearing very tall fez hats. Uh, you start to wonder if maybe this theater is that's like part of the uniform or something. You're not sure. Whatever the case, uh, they both look at you intently, and the woman says, "Well, go on. What will you be performing for us today?" Um, I'm going to do an interpretive dance. Oh, ah, yes, the one <laughs> thing the sing. podcast can't hear. Just sing from the from, from the wings, ball. you just hear us all go boo. <laughs> The, the lady says, "Copyright, go so ahead. can't do that." There you go. Um, uh, did you did you want music attached to this? Uh, yeah, you look over to the right side of the stage, and there's like a couple of individuals with like instruments, like a, you know, just something simple, like a strings and drums kind of stuff. Yeah, and I just kind of look at them like, "Are you gonna play something?" You They're know, like, do, do you have anything specific? Literally anything. <laughs> and they just kind of start playing like a really simple, steady beat. Uh, slow, fast. You said steady, uh, so kind of medium. Yeah. Sort of like slow to medium. Okay. Um, I'm just going to move my body like different watery ways, you oh, know? Oh, okay. Very water tribe. Yeah. So I'm going to start out obviously standing straight. Right. And then I'm just going to stick my arms up in there and just kind of wave them back and forth, following okay. the beat, you know. Okay, absolutely. And then um, I'll swing to the right, and I'll like kind of like bend that way and flow some more, and then go to the other way. Sure. And then I'm going to go down to the ground and kind of do a worm, but, you know, <laughs> more 
uh, what's the word? Graceful. Oh, okay, okay. Um, let's see. Let's do a. I want to say, probably rely on your skills and training. Seems like the best thing to do here. Nine. Nine, nice. Okay, so with a seven and nine, you do it imperfectly, but you can mark a fatigue to ignore any consequences. Um, I can tell you what those consequences would be first. No, um, I'm gonna mark it. Oh, you're just I'm gonna just take going it. all in. You okay, know? all right, because you want to make sure this performance works. Okay, you you're starting to get out of breath, but you're committing to this dance, and it is interpreted. Uh, they are absolutely flabbergasted as they watch as you do these wave motions to the point where you seem like you are water. And they see these, you know, the clothing that you're wearing, it's not the fancy kimonos that the other girls were wearing. It's something um, that really suggests water tribe. And so they're seeing this pairing of, you know, the attire mixed with the cultural, you know, forms that waterbenders use. And they're astonished, honestly. They're really blown away that you would bring this performance here. Um, they weren't expecting it, and they're really impressed. Um, they both stand up. They give an applause. The guy in the back of the stage, he's watching with his tall fez hat. Is he hat. weeping? He is weeping. Yes. A tear is going down his <laughs> eyes. He just takes his clipboard and uses that paper on the clipboard, like the bottom corner, to just kind of dab at his uh, under his <laughs> eye. He says, oh, that, was, that was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, they they clap and they say, that, that was quite impressive. I've never seen anything like that. I'm, like ever. I've never seen anything like that before, but it was incredible. It was, I could see this. This right here is a performance that'll bring in the people. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, please, ma'am, your name. What is your name? We would love to sign you on to perform. Paid. We will pay you to perform. Even. <laughs> uh, my name is Mika. Oh, what a, it's an absolute treat. They, they've come up on stage by this point. They're shaking their hand. Yeah, it's an absolute treat to, to meet you, Mika. I, uh, oh, please, where in the world did you come from? What did you learn to dance in such a way? I'm just very in tune with the water. You absolutely are. Please, yes. Um, yes, and... All of a sudden, as they're, you know, getting excited and, and everything like that, and of all things, an owl cat flies into the meter and swoops down low just past the heads of this man and woman that are, you know, congratulating you. And they're very startled. They're throwing their hands up, swatting away at it. Oh, how did this creature get into? Kill, 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 help. And the man kind of standing off to the side with the tall fez, he goes, oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am and sir. Oh, just get, I'll find a broom. And he runs off into the backstage to go get a broom and they're all swatting. And the uh, creature sort of flies low and you notice a small piece of paper fall from one of its talons. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll grab that. Awesome. Okay. You catch this piece of paper. And at the moment, you know, with everybody swinging and, and the craziness going on, it doesn't quite feel, you know, like the time to read it. Um, but I mean, all things considered, it flies away now that it's dropped this note and disappears from the theater, leaving leaving the three of you on stage. And, oh, that was, I've never seen such a thing. How did it even get in here? I, I, Ma'am, I sincerely apologize, Mika. I, we have never seen something like that in our theater before. We will assure it never happens again. 
No worries, no worries at all. So, uh, can we expect to see you again? Uh, we're holding a, a small gala tonight. We would love to have you there. Uh, meet some of the other performers. Uh, just a little soiree, a get-together, uh, and hopefully maybe even be able to see an encore performance uh, sort of a thing. Uh, yeah, I might be able to swing that. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. It'll be at uh, 8 p.m. tonight, so uh, do please be there. We'll have food, drinks. Oh, it'll be a very good time. You got it, dude. Oh, wonderful. And uh, they thank you again, and uh, they kind of like lead you to the back of the theater and kind of to the front doors or whatever the case. Uh, where you see the rest of your colleagues is still quite a bit soaked, except for Brock. He looks quite dry, um, all kind of standing there waiting for you. Okay. I look pretty proud of myself and more happier than I have in the last couple of days. Right on. Awesome. Did you get the job? Did I get the job? Is that even a question? <laughs> that what I asked yeah. it as a question. <laughs> Obviously, Brock, I got the job. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I mean, you can just chill here and earn some money, and we'll go find what's-his-face, right? Oh, I don't have to be here until 8. Oh. They're having a party. Well, party. Uh, we're... Oh, wait, guys, I, I also got to know. What's this it? weird, like, Alcat thing just came swooping in and dropped something, and, you know, I, I picked it up. What's it say? I haven't even read it yet. I'll read it now. <gasps> okay. <laughs> so you open up the note, and you're surprised at the amount of writing that's on it. It's in very fine print, but it's also very well written. It's very, very nice handwriting. Um, and it reads, So you want to speak to Mayu. Unfortunately, we, the Yu Dao faction of the Rescue Team Squadron, will need to see proof that you're not a Fire Nation spy by hitting them where it hurts in a way that no Fire Nation sympathizer would dare to do. Luckily for you, I'll give you a choice between the three. Pick one and attach it to the owl, and we'll send the details for the task. Do the task, and we'll tell you where you can talk to Mayu. And you see three like bold options below. One, sabotage. Two, steal. Three, break free. I think it'd be easy to sabotage something personally. All three. We only have to do one, overachiever. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I guess, yeah, that'll work. Sabotage yeah, you seems easy. want to burn down half the city. Oh, so yeah, it's true. only hot leaf juice. Well, we can do that on our way back. Maybe they want us to sabotage hot leaf yeah. juice. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I'm golden. Let's right. go. So, Where even is this owl? Is it slapped it back on? And dude, like, yeah. <laughs> we just circle the one we want to do, and then it'll give us instructions. Where's the owl? I mean, do you circle sabotage? Sure, why not? That's right. easy. As you circle sabotage, you look up because you hear a noise, and it's a... <laughs> that was my best owl slash cat sound. <laughs> okay. uh, as the owl cat swoops down and lands on sort of just like a pole, like a part of the wall. That's outside the theater. Um, and it looks down at the note. And it says, Come, come. Throw you it. Just, you just have to tie it on his catch leg. It. On his foot. You do notice there's a small string on its foot. I'm just so, kidding. I'll tie it since oh, I have it. You have the note. Okay, fair enough. Mika ties the note to the owl cat. It's hungry. And it flies <laughs> off. Oh, never mind. So uh, it turns out that uh, Yin Yu guy, he's not here. He's either. He's an owl cat. No, he's either in hiding or he's in prison. Oh. Um, probably in prison. Probably in hiding. 
Oh, whoa, want to break the tie? <laughs> Maybe he's in prison, hiding. Hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> Last place they've been looking for him. He's the prison janitor. He's oh, hiding ah. in prison. Hiding in plain sight. Well, whatever the case with that, we're going to end episode nine.